0: The first time I had to confront real grief, I was standing on the bank of a river in Kentucky as rescue workers were looking for my son underwater. And I knew he had been gone for 30 minutes. I knew, as a nurse, that he was already gone. And it, it just is shock, it floods you. The grief theories that we learn in school are BS. It's not. When when that intense grief comes over you, it, it's not what you think. Up next, we've got Christy, who is a new okay. Mastermind member, and she's gonna be talking about overcoming grief. Christy. Not to be a buzzkill, right? right? I mean, everybody's here excited about being in business and being successful. But it's also important that we know how to deal with what's going on in our life. Um, All of us have experienced grief, and I want you to take a moment to think about your grief. As we go into talking about how to confront grief, it is uh, the holidays, which is a very hard time for grief. It's when it comes up. It's when you're thinking about this person, what would you be doing if this person was here on this day? So it is a holiday, a reminder, an anniversary to that grief. And we all experience grief. If you have not experienced uh, grief yet, you will. And if you don't know how to confront it, it can impact your success. You know, the last speaker talked about trauma and how that impacted her, you know, future decisions, right? And if we don't actually process and confront our grief, it will seep into our decision making and even contribute to some of that negative self-talk that we have. Grief is pain and we don't know how to deal with it. No one knows how to deal with it. The first time I had to confront real grief, I was standing on the bank of a river in Kentucky as rescue workers were looking for my son underwater. and i knew he had been gone for 30 minutes i knew as a nurse that he was already gone and it it just is shock it floods you the grief theories that we learn in school are bs it's not when when that intense grief comes over you it it's not what you think what did i do like every successful person i pushed on And I went back to work, I took care of my other six children, but I did all of us a disservice as we didn't actually stop and grieve. We did some things, you know, Christmas, we put an ornament on the tree. Uh, I sent uh, his biological sisters to a grief camp. they, They were in counseling. I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner. People come to me for their grief. And I did a disservice. We do not know how to process and deal with grief. Ten years later, October 30th, 2016, rescue workers are trying to save my son. After ten years of fighting a neurodegenerative condition, my son Reggie died that day. We don't know how to deal with grief. And I knew at that point, I had been a psychiatric nurse practitioner for 17 years. I'm helping people day in and day out with trauma and grief. And I did not know what to do. I knew at that very moment that I had to do something. Not just for my own life and my own safety, I had to change the way we talk and deal with grief. Because we don't do anything. That first couple weeks, everybody comes to your house. They're helping you clean. They're bringing you flowers. They're bringing you food. And then within two weeks, everyone else goes about their life. Nobody knows what to do. Sometimes I even refrain from telling my story because... Uh, It just, people don't know what to do. I'm I'm literally living every parent's worst nightmare. But there's so many, if you think about (laughs) anyone under the age of 50 that dies probably has a parent that is still alive, that is grieving their death. So this is not a, a small population of people who have lost a child. And no one knows what to say to us. You invite us over. You don't ask us about our kids. And it's it's okay to talk about grief. We want to talk about our children. And so I started this mission on that day. After he died, I knew I was sitting there crying and knew that my mission is starting. I didn't know what it was, where, where it was going to go, but I knew that it was starting on that day. And I began writing a book about the previous 10 years that we had been through of not processing Johnny's grief, um, the struggles that his biological sisters went through, with all the things that I did wrong in raising my kids, and just started getting those things out on paper. And I realized that that is a, is a healing process. Writing is a healing process. But what other things can be healing? and i coined this term controlled grief because we don't we let grief overtake us we don't have control of it and so you'll often see people who are triggered by something a memory uh, something reminds them of their loved one and they just you know get overwhelmed with grief and start crying and what we can do is we can take time to what i call control grief And you actually make yourself get to that point. So I would sit down and I would uh, get out his toys and I would get out pictures of Reggie and I would look at videos. And obviously, those things bring up tears and I would just cry and let it out because grief is pain. We don't like pain. What do we want to do with pain? We want to suppress it. This is, you know, where addictions and, and these kinds of things happen because it would be so easy to just have a drink rather than sit down and feel that pain. I make rules for myself. Like I don't drink alone because, you know, it can, it's a slippery slope, right? Because it does work. It takes away some of that pain. And so five years of doing controlled grief, I thought, I got this. I'm going to start teaching how, you know, this is how you actually process grief. And December 14th, 2021, I woke up to my daughter dead in her bed. And nothing prepared me for that. My son was sick and it was, there was a lot of anticipatory fear of grief My daughter was not. And I spent the nine months after her death, after being very proud that I had figured out grief, the nine months after her death, in complete denial that I hadn't even started grieving. And I realized that there's so many layers to grief and it's ugly, the pain is ugly. And so I started working through that publicly, um, these things are are uh, on YouTube and just the anger. anger is this layer that's that gets on top of our grief. And how do you peel away that anger? And you know, just really doing activity, one of the things that I learned is movement, movement. Moving things out of the body, we have to move grief out of the body. So one of those ways is in that control grief of working through that pain and crying is is movement out of the body. Um, but so is somatic, um, you know, stretching and yoga. And there's all kinds of ways to move this pain out of the body. And we we have to confront the grief. We have to confront the trauma. Otherwise, it will hold us back in how we are trying to be successful. So I just leave you with with a couple things. One, confront your grief. Don't ignore it. It will come out in other ways. The previous speaker talked about trauma coming out and autoimmune. It will come out in physical ways. So confronting that grief. Two, never give up. I tell you, every parent that I talk to that has lost a child... considered suicide and it's a real thing and do not let that creep into your mind do not give up on your life purpose and lastly all of these things and and, you know the last speaker talked about little T trauma and big T trauma it doesn't matter if your grief looks nothing compared to mine it's your grief and if you're not dealing with it it is holding you back And so deal with that grief. Thank you. Let's go. It's it's Christy, everybody. Give some love in the chat. Let us know what you thought. so I'm sitting here, I'm right next to Chris, and she's giving her speech. And I'm, I'm, as she's going and talking more, I'm like, like, I'm smiling bigger and bigger and bigger because I'm like, she's doing so great. Her story is going to change so many people's lives. This is amazing. That's quality storytelling. And then I see Alex over here at the room, and he's like crying, like, oh, I don't think I should be uh, smiling at this. But, but like, I mean, that's the power of storytelling. That's the power of getting like all of you have your own message as well.